A dedication to my mother, Nomakagase. On the 19th of June, 1949, you were born. Born into a world where the color of your skin and your gender would steer the direction of your life. Born into a country of your forefathers who were victims of greed. Greed created by the dissatisfaction with what their God had given them that they destroyed in their lifetime. Your forebearers form part of the defeat by the Dutch descendants against the British ones, but they decided to carry on taking from us. They are wealthy now because of the hands, the sweat and the blood of those that came before you. When you came into this world and opened your eyes for the very first time, you had no idea that your life would be one of struggle and suffering. When you were 10 days old, the then government would introduce its apartheid policies on the 29th of June, 1949. And three days later, on the 1st of July, that very same year, the Prohibition of Mixed Marriages Act, 1949, Act Number 55, was passed. The National Party was determined to carry on the looting of your forefathers' land and resources and leave us with absolutely nothing but pain and suffering. They were here to only ensure that their descendants benefited from the resources that this land is rich in, and you would be segregated, provided inferior education, live in an in unbearable conditions, and your life worth would be determined by the tone of your skin. In your motherland, Namakakasi, born of the waves, you would not lay down and take the beatings and would fight with the other brave black men and women for the freedom of your children and your grandchildren. Mama, I dedicate to you these humble words. You led this family into a better life. You, the daughter of God, lived a life, a life of courage, a life of loyalty, a life of humility, a life of gratitude, and a life of faith. This week, we commemorated the Soweto uprising, where up to 700 young black children were murdered by the apartheid government during the protests and demonstrations by these school children in the streets of Soweto in response to the introduction of Afrikaans as the medium of instruction in their schools. Over a thousand students were injured by the bullets that that government let loose on the children who were only armed with sticks and stones. 
but their voices were as loud as they, as they sacrificed their lives for our basic human rights. A year later, your first daughter would be born and you embarked on a journey with your husband to actively take part in the struggle against apartheid. You were brave as you took your family to Botswana, into exile, leaving all you know behind, your family, your friends, and your loved ones. You did not look back, but you never forgot the mission you had in mind. Freedom was something you were determined to see in your lifetime for yourself and for your children. Nomakagas, Mam Jane, then you played such a significant role and yet your comrades have forgotten about you. They forgot the sacrifices you made for this country and yet you continue your journey with so much humility, carrying forward the belief that looting and corruption will never form part of your life and who you are. You strive for the rights of others and have never stolen from the very black people you fought for. I look up to you and strive to live my life with honesty, gratitude, and faith. God has blessed you with grandsons, grandsons who make you proud. God has blessed you with true and genuine people to surround you, and God has blessed you with wisdom and contentment. Your name brings the fondest memories to the many children you raised, guided and loved in Mazembu, Morokoro, Tanzania. The many children who call you Mama, the many children who bear smiles on their faces when your name passes through their lips. You brighten my day when days are dark. You have instilled in me the values of being self-sufficient, but open-minded. In chapter four of the book, Education in Exile, that captures your role in the Charlotte Matreke Children's Center in Tanzania. It is recorded that in the early days of Somafco, the Solomon Matlango Freedom College was conceived to cater for children who required further education as their own education was disrupted in their country of birth by political activism and exile. There were other educational needs that the ANC had to address as there was an increasing number of children born to those who were already in exile and whose parents had to be deployed to missions overseas. Somebody had to look after them. The children of the MK combatants children of married couples, children of single mothers, children who were not old enough to be placed in the Somafco secondary education system. There were more than 140 of them 
and the centre was established where all children born to ANC cadres would be brought up within a collective while their parents pursued their revolutionary tasks. You taught infants, toddlers and children about who they were and where they came from. They had to know their roots. They had to be taken care of. And you were trusted with that responsibility as the numbers grew. You guided them and got them ready for primary school at the age of six. When the Croatian Morogoro was moved into a garage that was renovated to make it adequate enough, you, Mama, were put in charge of the nursery school with the assistance of Swedish and Danish teachers, among other comrades like teacher Farida. You were there when more permanent structure was built in Mazimbu to house the children funded by the Swedish Teachers Union and completed fully equipped with everything necessary for play and education of the children. Mama, the thankless role you played in the minds of so many of us, children of exile, was so profound, assisting in putting in place a curriculum that could have benefited the South African education system after the attainment of freedom, but has yet to see fruition. You and your comrades taught the children to be world-class citizens, teaching the truth of the struggle of the black man. I learned from you that life is tough, but the struggle can definitely be overcome. We have overcome. In my mind, I hear songs of the struggle, songs we used to sing as very young comrades, filling us with hope that someday we shall see the land of our parents, South Africa, free from the chains of the apartheid government. Thank you, Mama, for keeping the light burning in our core. My sister and I were lucky to have you by our sides as you and your team took care of so many other children who had to grow up without their parents, only seeing them periodically as they came back for visits from their assigned missions. You received letters addressed to these children from their parents, sending love and hope to their little ones and blessed with providing the good news they desperately needed from their mothers and fathers. We shall overcome, we shall overcome, we shall overcome someday. Oh, peace in our land, I do believe we shall overcome someday.
We did overcome. You were sent on your final mission to assist with putting in place preparations of the repatriation of the South Africans who were exiled. You successfully accomplished it, but were left to fend for yourself, left to wither away in po poverty and suffering by the same organization you gave your life to. Then you were taken away, taken away to Kiva on another mission leaving us to the care of others. That was the way it was. The missions and the deployments were necessary. You sent letters and sweets to us on our birthdays and never forgotten about us and trusted that we were in good hands, trusted that we were taken care of by your comrades as well as you took care of the other children. You were taken again as part of the delegation to South Africa following the unbanning of the ANC and other political parties. I cried when I saw you again in Midlands, Soweto. I hardly recognized you. You were left to bear the brunt of isolation from your children. We arrived and slowly but surely you came back to life and swore that you would ensure that your children would not suffer for long. You did what you had to do to remove us from that unhealthy and toxic environment. We had to overcome our own struggles by ourselves. All you had was love for your daughters and regained the strength and drive to survive on your own. You see, Papa was nowhere to be found. Your organization was nowhere to be found. And yet, you continued to fight for your own individual freedom in the land of your forefathers and your foremothers. We moved, Mama, and got very close to homelessness. One night, you hugged us tight and kept us warm on that park bench in Berea with nowhere to sleep for the night. I cry sometimes when that memory reveals itself. The coldness of the land you fought so hard for, but you had faith in your higher power, faith that all will be okay one day. Do you remember the bachelor flat in Whitburg in Berea? Remember that? You provided a warm, loving home for your daughters and ensured we went to school and excelled. Money was tight, very tight, but we did go to bed with a full tummy. We did have hot water, we did have a warm bed to sleep in, and we did continue. You ensured that we were safe as we grew up, seeing your comrades live very comfortable lives, not too far away from us. Others sending their children to international schools, living in beautiful houses in Berea and Novo 
But you put that light glowing at home and in our hearts. Things will get better, you kept reminding us. And at no point did you turn us against the ANC. The very ANC that turned a blind eye then. You took the little scraps that were dished up for you and focused on your children. Mama, you bought your very first home following the very tiny room at the back of the ANC guest house. You remember that? Do you remember being a Tina with all your education and your contribution towards the organization that you love so much? The sacrifice you gave with that very small salary, you still managed to purchase your own home. Our first home in Tigerberg. You are the strongest woman I know. You focused on us and kept moving forward, holding no grudges towards your fellow comrades. You loved them, your brothers and sisters, the ones you fought for freedom of. Mama, I admire your courage. I admire the drive and I certainly admire your honesty and wisdom. You always knew that your children will be okay and did not participate in the politics of the day. You, Mama, are my rock, my strength, and my wisdom. You showed us unconditional love and never ever blamed anyone for your struggles. You continued to work for your organization, very active at branch level, continuing to garner votes for the then leadership, and you continue to educate the young and upcoming comrades in your branch. You inspired me to get involved, and I was active in the youth league, informing them and sharing information on what we were privileged to have learned while we were in exile. Information that was kept out of their own textbooks in their own schools. I know exactly who I am and what exactly the ANC fought for. I am here with some disappointment that what was fought for hasn't exactly come to pass. The looting and the corruption, the factionalism and just witnessing the selfishness of some comrades is really saddening. However, here we are, Mama, even though you lay to rest your mother and your sister. You have laid to rest Tifo and Victor, the children of your husband. You have laid to rest your husband. You showed up and continued to do so. You have overcome it all. You are still here and continue to show your grandsons that life is what it is and they can accomplish whatever they put their minds to, regardless of the outcomes that we face. Congratulations, Mama. 
You have lived to see your first grandson graduate from university. You are here to see your second grandson accomplish great things, be independent and self-reliant. You are here to witness your third grandson tour with one of the greatest choirs in South Africa. And on your birthday, you are gifted with witnessing your fourth grandson receive his first Holy Communion. Mama, you were here to see your fifth grandson grow from infant to toddler, and you are here to witness your daughters find love and happiness. You have witnessed my struggles with substance abuse. You were there and are still there for me, as grown up as I am. I am proud to say that without you, I would be nothing. Without your guidance and love, I would be in jail, on the streets, committed or dead. You took me, my partner, my children, and my dogs in when the world came crumbling down on us. You were patient. You knew always that everything will be all right. I am forever grateful for your words, your lessons, your experience, and your great wisdom. Happy birthday, Mama. Coco. Aunt Jane, Mama Jane, Mama Gagasi, a mother of all, a sister to many, the auntie that took care of so many children, the grandmother anyone would be proud to have. You keep your family safe and provide the one thing that no one would ever take away from you, love. I love you always. May God bless you and keep you as long as possible. May you grow to see your great-grandchildren. May you be happy and comfortable in your ripe age. And may you continue to grow even wiser than you already are. You are the best mother ever. I love you, Mama. Thank you.